Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. This is The Bachelor, Matt James, Episode 4 Recap. Before I get started, as always, I want to tell you guys about Goalie, the world's first apple cider vinegar gummies. Goalie gummies are a fun and convenient way to incorporate apple cider vinegar and essential nutrients into your daily routine. Remember, every purchase helps support a child in need by providing them with a six-month supply of vitamins through Goalie's partnership with Vitamin Angels. Goalie is the gift that keeps on giving. So if you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy apple cider vinegar gummies, make sure to head to Goalie.com. That's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com, and use promo code T-F-E-S. Also, if you guys are interested in trying out delicious and healthy protein bars, make sure to head to fitneedbar.com and use discount code robcow 20 for 20% off your order. All right, guys, so now to get into episode four of The Bachelor. So the episode starts off uh, showing Matt right after Sarah decided to leave. Um, Matt uh, says how difficult this was, this is on him uh, because he said he really shared a lot of things with Sarah that he had, hadn't really shared with anyone else before. And he felt that he had a, a really nice connection with her, uh, especially so early in the journey. He said it's really hard on him. And uh, he also said that he's worried that this can possibly happen again with another girl. And I totally understand Matt here. I, I think it is a possibility, but hopefully it doesn't end up happening again to, uh, to Matt. We then see, like, after seeing Matt uh, talking about Sarah, we then see all the girls together. Um, we see MJ starts talking about uh, Sarah, and she basically says, she's like, um, if you leave a relation relationship after your first insecurity, then you shouldn't have been in that relationship. And to follow up that, Victoria says the trash took itself out, which is obviously Victoria again trying to stir up drama and trying to get attention. Um, this was like absolutely disrespectful by Victoria to say, um, no matter the situation, you don't call anyone trash like that. And I absolutely love that Katie uh, responds to Victoria by telling her to please stop and not talk about Sarah since she's not there anymore. Uh, like, like I said, I completely support Katie here. Uh, Katie keeps uh, showing how amazing she is and how big her heart is especially after having that sit down conversation with Sarah, she realizes everything Sarah's going through at home. And since Sarah's not here anymore, she doesn't want anyone else like talking bad about her because it, it, honestly, there's really no point when you think about it. Then Victoria curses at Katie and says she won't stop. Katie, Katie then says that she believes Victoria takes out her insecurities on other women. And I totally agree with Katie here. I think we could see a trend already in these first four episodes that um, Victoria likes to take out stuff on women. She likes to get mad at them, curse at them, scream at them, whatever it is. But, um, but yeah, Katie once again showing her, her amazing heart there. After this, we then see the night portion of the next group, group date. And honestly, it was like really weird to me that no day portion was shown. Uh, I think this means that there was either no, no day portion of the date at all or that there was a day portion, but it simply got cut, cut out, which... Um, in the seasons I've watched, I don't remember that ever happening. So that was very interesting to see them, like in the group, they go straight to the night portion. Uh, the women on this uh, night portion are Abigail, Mari, Piper, 
Chelsea, Maggie, Yesenia, and MJ. Matt expresses to the ladies that his day was rough, obviously, because of Sarah leaving, but that he's ready to get this group day going and have some deep conversations with the women. The first convo we see is between Matt and MJ. Uh, Matt says she doesn't need easy. She just need, needs time in her relationship with Matt. Uh, she goes on to ask Matt how, how he's feeling and lets him know that she's here for him. Then Matt uh, expresses to MJ that he appreciates her thinking of him. I thought that was a really cool uh, gesture by MJ to ask Matt how, how he was doing. Because obviously, um, uh, you really see the drama with the girls and uh, you don't ever see like I don't think you ever see a contestant really asking the lead how he's doing and that if he needs anyone to talk to, like she, he's, she's there for him. So I thought that was really cool by MJ. The next conversation we see is between Matt and Mari. Mari asked Matt as well uh, how he's doing. He thanks her for asking and she says she wants to make sure that he's doing good. So the first two combos they show here are MJ with Matt and then Mari with Matt and both of these women are expressing uh, to Matt that they do care for him and they, they want him to feel good. And I guess they want to remind him that they are here for him. If they ever, if he ever needs to talk to, to someone that they're here for him, I absolutely love this uh, gesture by both of these women. After the convos with, with MJ and Mari, Matt says it's encouraging to hear the women tell him that they're here for him. And he says that we all want these words of affirmation. So it's really making Matt feel good after a rough start to the day with Sarah leaving. The next convo we see is between Matt and Abigail. Abigail tells Matt that she didn't expect to make it past night one. And due to the success of that night and getting the first impression rose that she's still riding off of that high from that night. And just a side note here, uh, I, I just have to put this out there. Like Abigail looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, and that orange dress that she was wearing in the group date, I had to get that in there. Uh, the next convo we have is between Matt and Piper. Piper takes out a Polaroid camera and takes a selfie with Matt. I thought that was pretty cool that they showed that. Then the next convo we have is between Matt and Chelsea. Chelsea shows Matt an old picture of her and her mom. In the pic, Chelsea has long hair, while now she has short hair. Matt says she looks good with both hairstyles. She then goes on to express how emotional hair is for Black women. She says she went to school with white kids growing up, so she always felt that she had to be seen in public uh, and in school with straight hair. She says she had anxiety and stress of what people would think if she didn't have long hair. This is a very, very beautiful moment for me. I love vulnerable. I love how vulnerable Ch Chelsea was here by representing all black women and expressing one of the many, many challenges faced by black women. It was a very nice moment. Uh, she says that when she finally decided to shave her hair that it was such a freeing experience for her. So that, that was amazing to hear. Uh, Matt thanks her for sharing this story and 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 for sharing that picture of her and her mother with him. Uh, after this co great conversation, they then kiss. Um, next up, we see um, they go back to the women who are, are not on the date, and we see Katie and Victoria having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Victoria asks Katie to apologize for telling her to stop talking about Sarah. Katie says she won't apologize because of Victoria's name-calling. Victoria then makes a ridiculous statement and says when she's name calling, she's expressing herself. Katie then tells her if she wants to express herself being toxic and rude to go ahead. Katie, once again, being amazing, standing up for the right thing. And then Victoria bringing herself down once again. After this, we go back to the group date. 
and Matt ends up giving the group date rose to Chelsea, who he had that long conversation with about her hair. Um, honestly, that was interesting to see Chelsea because um, although I have noticed her from, from night one, I haven't really seen, I, I don't know, I haven't seen her. They haven't really shown a lot of conversations between her and Matt. So I was happy for her here. I felt that um, not a lot of people were expecting her um, to get a group date rose here. But obviously, her and Matt had a nice uh, conversation. So I'm happy for Chelsea that she ended up getting the, the rose there on the group date. After the date ends um, in an ITM, like in an interview, we, we, we see Abigail says she feels like there's a storm about to brew. And then next up is the rose ceremony. So let's see. Let's wait and see what happens next at the rose ceremony. So before the rose ceremony starts, obviously, there's usually a cocktail party. So at this cocktail party, we see Matt having a conversation with Katie. And he expresses to her that everything is going great with their relationship. Obviously, Katie's very happy by this. Ne the next conversation we see is between Matt and Bree. Matt expresses to Bree that his feelings for her are real. And obviously, Bree is very happy about that. She then jokingly asks if they can go on another one-on-one -on -one right now. I thought that was, that was pretty funny by Bree. The next conversation we see is between Matt and Victoria. Victoria expresses to Matt that it's been hard not having a lot of time with him. She then says she, that she's used to knowing if a guy is interested in her. Matt, Matt goes on to tell Victoria he wants to be that person who gives her reassurance about his feelings towards her. And right after he's done saying this, we see Chris Harrison come and interrupt the conversation. Chris tells Matt that they have to talk. And then Victoria, we see her, she says it's hard to open up to Matt when there's constant change and not enough time to communi communicate one thought. Next up, we see Matt and Chris walk inside the hotel together and they're heading to the entrance of the chateau. Then we see Piper in an ITM. Uh, she says that immediate, she immediately, immediately felt the energy in the room change when she saw Matt and Chris walking. Chris and Matt are now outside. Um, Chris tells Matt, the ultimate goal is for you to meet the woman of your dreams and maybe you have already or maybe not. He then explains to Matt that there is a record amount of women wanting to be on the show this season. Chris then tells Matt that there are some more women coming to meet him. And immediately we see a, the first car pull up. Then uh, we see the women, they're showing the women once again. We see Anna, Serena C, Victoria, and Jesenia looking outside and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, a, a lot of the women are speculating and I see the car arriving. They're speculating that could be perhaps Sarah returning once again. And then we see the car door open up and we see it's a new woman. Uh, this, this woman's name is Brittany. She's a model from Chicago. Um, as she begins, begins to talk to Matt, um, she tells him that she wants to make up for last time and immediately goes to kiss him and the two immediately uh, start making out. Victoria then tells the rest of the women that a new girl has shown up and all of the girls are in disbelief while some are angry. And uh, it's just a lot of anger and a lot of confusion right now amongst the women. Um, and Brittany walks in. She introduces herself to the women. Of course, Victoria says, uh, so you've been here in quarantine as a backup. And Brittany says, uh, with a ready-to-go response, she says, no, they just wanted to save the best for last. So I thought that was uh, uh, pretty cool that Brittany was able to respond to Victoria right away. 
And there we go again with Victoria uh, stirring up more drama with someone that she literally just met uh, like a couple of seconds ago. And then next up in an ITM, Victoria calls Brittany a slut whore because she says she interrupt, interrupted her convo with Matt to make out with him. And once again, Victoria, part of the drama um, is getting pretty old at this point. Like, I don't know how much more stuff she's going to try to stir up, but it just seems like a trend at this point. We're, I guess we're just getting used to it. And the second woman to arrive, her name is Michelle. She's a teacher from Edina, Minnesota. And her and Matt have a very nice uh, first conversation. And I especially like the way they're looking at each other and that both of them couldn't stop smiling. Uh, when speaking to each other. I thought that was a great first uh, intro introductory conversation between the two. Then we see Anna. She says um, that this is disrespectful to the women that have already been here for weeks. Um, so once again, we see like the women are, are not happy about the new arrivals at all. Then we see the next woman to arrive. Her name is Ryan. She's a dancer and choreographer from Brooklyn. Next up, we see Kim. She's an ICU nurse from LA. Then the fifth and final new woman to arrive is named Catalina, who's the former Miss Puerto Rico. She tells Matt that she is Miss Puerto Rico universe and that she's hoping to become the queen of his universe. So that was a pretty uh, cool line to use um, by Catalina there. Then we see Victoria, she says, uh, she calls the, the new women random assholes, with, which is completely um, disrespectful and offensive to all of the women. Um, like I keep repeating, it just seems like a trend at this point, uh, Victoria stirring up even more drama. Um, then we see Catalina, who has her Miss Puerto Rico universe crown on as she walks in um, to introduce herself to the women. And then Victoria tells her to come next to her. Uh, Victoria then removes Catalina's crown from her head. And once again, drama and who else but Victoria to stir it up. Um, it's kind of ridiculous, but like I said, it's basically a trend at, at this point. We kind of know it's coming already. Now, next week, we then see Matt taking a deep breath and telling himself to breathe. He says with the new arrivals, his head is spinning because he doesn't know what to think at this point. And I completely understand that. It's already a difficult process, an unusual setting, and an unusual process uh, from night one. But now to make it even more complicated, like there's even new women and we're already a couple weeks into this process. So I can only imagine what was going through Matt's head at this point. Then we see Matt, he says that, that there's an 100% chance that there will be hostility and drama amongst the women now. He says that he's in trouble. And I totally agree with Matt. Uh, as we've already, these look, these women just got here. We've already seen Victoria, of course, stirring up drama with them. We've, we've seen a couple of the women um, express their anger and confusion by this. So I'm 100% with Matt here. He's in trouble. And I'm hoping um, that this ends up working out for Matt. Um, but yeah, let, let's see what happens next. So next up, we see some of the women, including Anna and MJ, express their frustration with the new arrivals. We then hear MJ say, as some women who've been here haven't even had any time with Matt. So it's difficult to see more women showing up and taking more time away. Uh, Rachel says she's worried that, my, that Matt might see the new women as shining new toys and that some of the women who have been here might get put to the, to the back burner. And I 100% understand Rachel uh, being worried here. 
I understand her point. It's very true that Matt could see some of these women who he just met as like shiny new toys and forget about some of the women who have been here already. Now we see Matt walk back inside and then he proposes a welcome toast for the arrivals. This is a very classy move, in my opinion, by Matt to try to make these women feel comfortable and welcome. Victoria then asks Matt if they can finish their conversation. The two then walk outside to talk. Now we see Anna saying that she recognizes Brittany as they're both from Chicago. She says that Brittany is not here for the right reasons. Then we see Matt and Victoria talking and they both agree that they could be a good match for one another. The next conversation we see is between Matt and Brittany. Brittany tells Matt that she felt a lot of tension amongst the women and even watching as a viewer, I could tell the, the tension in that room amongst the women. Then we see Kayla talking about perhaps not being able to lay it all out there in terms of showing her true self to Matt because there's even less time now to talk to him with the arrival of the new women. After several conversations between Matt and some of the women, we see a great conversation between Matt and Michelle. She, tell, she tells him that she feels like they would breed well together. And then Matt goes on to laugh. I thought that was pretty funny by Michelle. Then Chris Harrison comes in and announces to the women that it's time for the rose ceremony. Uh, the ceremony starts off with MJ receiving the first rose, followed by Piper. Uh, then we get to the end. Uh, Catalina, um, who's one of the new arrivals, actually receives the final rose of the night. And after all the roses are handed out uh, in this ceremony, three women get eliminated. And the, the women who got eliminated are Kayla, Kylie, and Kim, who is a new arrival. So the next morning, we see Chris Harrison talking to the women. And he leaves the first day card of the week. This date is a group date, and the women on it are Mari, Bree, Abigail, Brittany, Ryan, Catalina, Maggie, Anna, and Victoria. Um, Anna is very annoyed that Brittany is on this group day with her because she says Brittany got here to start drama. Then we see former Bachelor and the almost famous podcast co-host Ben Higgins uh, talking with Matt. Matt says it's very hard having new women here because he's worried his relationships with some of the women who have been here will go down while new relationships will will go will be better. Ben then tells Matt to just keep being his true self. I think that was great advice by Ben right there. I totally agree with him that Matt should just continue to be himself and keep doing what he's doing. And if it's meant to be that one of these ladies are his wife, it will, it will happen. So I think that was amazing advice right there by Ben. And next up, we see Ben explaining the group date to the women. The ladies will have to compete in an obstacle course. And at the end of this obstacle course, we see that Mari ends up being the first woman, the first woman to complete the obstacle course. And she's then given a trophy by Chris Harrison. Uh, after the date, after the day portion of the group date, we then move on to the night portion of the date. Matt says the most enjoyable part of a group day for him is the after party because of the conver individual conversations he has to get, he, he has the chance of having with each of these women. Um, the first conversation we see is between Matt and Anna. Anna expresses that this situation is hard for her and that usually in hard situations, she, she gets awkward Matt tells her that she absolutely crushed it today while kayaking while kayaking um, in the obstacle course. 
we did see Brittany come and interrupt the conversation to try to talk to Matt. Anna then asked Brittany to give her five more minutes to talk with Matt. Then Anna and Matt begin to speak again. But Anna kind of freezes and doesn't really know what to say anymore because she, she just can't stop thinking about Brittany interrupting. Then uh, as Brittany comes back and Anna uh, walks away, we see Anna, Anna says that Brittany was disrespectful to her by interrupting. And she, she, in an ITM, we then hear Anna say that she has some dirt on Brittany. Next up, they show Victoria and Anna having a conversation outside. Then quickly we go back to, we see Matt telling Brittany that he loved when she kissed him uh, when they met. And Brittany says she was just trying to be bold. Um, now we go back to Victoria and Anna in their conversation. Anna tells Victoria that she's heard rumors that Brittany may be an escort. She says Brittany knows a lot of wealthy men in Chicago. So there are many rumors that she may be entertaining, entertaining them for money. We then see Matt and Brittany once again, and this time they're making out. We then see the women who are not on the date. Um, we see Michelle talking, and Michelle says that she does. She knows she deserves to be here, and she knows that she's here for the right reasons. Um, when she's done talking, we then hear a knock on the door, and Serena P opens up the next date card. The next date is going to be a one-on-one -on -one between Matt and Michelle. Uh, Michelle says she's genuinely excited and wants to make up for last time. MJ is very frustrated and she says that she hopes Michelle doesn't come back from the date with a rose. We then go back to the group date. Uh, we see Matt is talking to Bree. Bree says with this being her second group date that it's this process is getting even harder for her. Matt then tells her that she, she looked great today. Then Brie expresses to Matt that she's grateful for all the little interactions that she gets with him. Then we see them making out. Then Brie expresses that going through all the drama in the house makes makes it worth it when she's with Matt. So I think that should be a very telling sign for for the audience that Brie has strong feelings for Matt, and it's even more uh, eye eye opening, especially because. We're so we're still so early in the process. Matt then sits with with the other women that are on this group date, and he ends up giving the group date rose to Bree. And I wasn't surprised by this at all because I feel Matt and Bree have had a strong connection since night one. I feel they've had like one of the strongest connections in the in the whole house. So I wasn't surprised by that at all. And I was very happy that that Bree received that rose. I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. After Matt leaves the date in front of all the women on this group date, Anna expresses to Brittany that she's heard rumors around Chicago that she's an escort. Brittany then says she's not an escort. And me personally, I don't understand why Anna would bring this up in front of the other women. Uh, this is something that can have a huge uh, negative impact on Brittany's life. Whether it be true or not, this should not have been brought up by Anna in that setting as a very serious accusation. Um, I understand if Anna wanted to address that, the rumors with Brittany, but in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, not in front of a lot of the women here. I, I think that was, wasn't a smart move by Anna. And Brittany goes on to say that it's very hard for her to hear that. And then of course, the, the drama queen herself, Victoria, um, tells Brittany that she should leave.
Then Matt and Michelle's one-on-one starts off. Matt tells Michelle that when she first got here, she really caught his eye. He says he really wanted to go on a date with her because he, he really felt something with her um, right when they met each other. They go on, They end up going on a scavenger hunt that includes going zip landing as well as going on a hot air balloon. They have great conversations throughout this date, including both saying they want to have three kids, a lot of smiling and laughing. Between the two, I feel a strong connection already. Very impressive and eye-opening to see this connection so strong this soon. Michelle's one of the new arrivals, so this should tell us that should tell us the audience that Michelle may very well be part of Match Journey for a while. We then see the rest of the women. The third and final date card arrives. It's a group date, and the women on this date are Katie, Piper, Serena P, Rachel, Kit. Chelsea, Jesenia, Lauren, Serena C, and MJ. We then go to the night portion of the one-on-one. Matt says his favorite part of the, of the date was seeing Michelle walking towards him because he immediately had a smile on his face and couldn't stop smiling. He, he says time with her flies by and she says the feeling is mutual. Michelle tells Matt that it feels like she's known him for so long. Matt tells her that she embodies all the qualities that he's looking for in a woman and in a wife and gives her a rose. They then make out a couple times. So overall, amazing first day for Michelle and Matt. And the next day we see Katie, Brittany, and Ryan having a conversation. Brittany lets Katie know that some women are spreading a rumor that she's an escort and Katie says that's crazy. She also says that people are gonna make up stuff and that it's very hard uh, being here in this house. And in an ITM, we then hear Brit- Brittany saying that she's usually able to control her emotions, but that right now she just feels like crying. I, I, me personally, I can't imagine what Brittany is going through at the moment, having to defend herself against these crazy and ridiculous rumors. Katie then asks Brittany if Matt knows about this, and she says no. And in ITM, we then hear Katie say that she emphasizes empathizes with Brittany because the allegations are false and that a situation like this has happened to her before. Once again, we see Katie being supported, supportive and a good-hearted person. I'm not surprised by that at all. We then see Matt working out. Then the women arrive for the group date and Matt introduces the women to former world boxing champion, Mia St. John. She tells the women that they will be fighting in front of a live audience, which will be the women who are not on the date. Me, personally, I'm not a fan of this state at all. I don't understand the point of making these these women fight to create more drama when there's already so much tension. But some people do love drama, so the producers and behind-the-scenes people try to have as much drama as possible on these episodes. We then go to the night portion of the date where these women box against each other. And it was not fun for me to watch this because I was just worried that one or many of these women would end up getting hurt. Serena P actually got hit very hard, but thankfully she did not suffer any major injury. It was nice to see Matt comforting her and talking to her after she had gotten hit hard. We then head to the after party and we see Matt having conversations with several of the women. We then see Victoria and Anna talking bad about Brittany as Victoria calls Brittany a dumb hoe. Once again, drama being started by drama queen Victoria. It sucks for me to see Anna as part of Victoria's group now because I would have never predicted that to happen. 
by being part of this drama, Victoria and Anna are just making themselves look classless. We then go back to the date and we see several women, including MJ, Serena C, and Jesenia talking bad about the new women and expressing their anger and annoyance with the situation. Then Katie tells the women that they should be more respectful and welcoming to the new arrivals. Once again, Katie being the queen she is, she's amazing. She says she's trying her best to stand up for the new girls. She then walks outside to talk to Matt. She lets him know that there's bullying happening in the house. She says it's a very toxic environment. And she lets Matt know that there's rumors going around the house about a new girl that can possibly ruin her life. She then asks Matt if he could address this issue in front of the whole group tomorrow. He says he will and that he does not stand for bullying at all. Matt says when Katie mentioned the rumor possibly ru ruining a woman's life, he began to think about these women be beyond their rela his relationships with them. He was thinking about their families and their jobs. He says he doesn't want that to happen. He doesn't want that happening for anybody. He then thanks Katie for letting him know. We then hear him say that he won't let anyone bully bully their way into his heart. The episode then ends. So it was another exciting one, guys. I uh, can't wait to see what happens in episode five. Stay tuned for the episode five recap coming soon. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well as rate us and, and give a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the flame underscore ES and on Twitter at the flame underscore underscore ES. Follow me on Instagram at Rob Gao, R-O-B-C-A-O. And until next time, take care, everyone.